Welcome back to the White Noise Podcast. I'm Ethan, joined by, as always, Gavin. Yo, yo. And Jacob behind the glass. What to do? Today, we have a very special guest, a dear friend of mine. Mine Brad, too. Uh, and Jacob's. <laughs> Not Gavin's, though. Yeah, I don't know him. <laughs> uh, Brett, welcome to the White Noise Podcast. Heyo, thanks for having me. Flew all the way from Illinois. And um, I'm, I thought we were That's friends, it. Gavin. You've, you've been to my home. <laughs> I was just adding some okay. fluff in there. Okay. <laughs> Added drama. Uh, how how was the how's the flight, Brett? The flight was great. Um, you'd be surprised at how empty a freeway is at ten o'clock at night. So got here in no time. That's good. Um, <laughs> Gavin, I know we talked about last week. I got a pillow. This week I got a bed. A Upgrades. whole bed. A mattress, nice. a bed frame, bed sheets. I got three more pillows. But did you get a blanket? I already had a blanket, so we were Well, good next there. week you got to get a new blanket. I think I am because this other blanket's pretty small. <laughs> but I'm broke now because I bought a bed. So as, as an avid listener of the show, when you mentioned last week that you were on an air mattress, I wanted more context in that. So <laughs> would you be willing to share? What kind of air mattress? I can't be so, alone. <laughs> you might, really? Uh, so living what, quarters are rough. What happened was, um, you can blame Gavin for me being on an air mattress, by the way. What? So I stole the bed. I <laughs> I moved out of my apartment and I was in an awkward space of should I find a new apartment or just like what should I do? And then me and Gavin were like, oh, we'll get a place together. But I can't get a place until the summer. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll just rough it at my parents for a while. And I thought it was going to be a shorter time than it was on the couch. So then I just got an air mattress because I was sick of sleeping on the couch. And it was, it was like three feet high. So it was pretty cool. It was only pretty cool for about two weeks because then there got a there was a hole in their mattress and I couldn't find it. <laughs> so every morning I'd wake up with this deflated blob. <laughs> it'd be it'd take me like five minutes to get out of it. Did you ever go in like the bouncy houses when you were little? You would like turn it off while I've you're never in turned it? it off. No, you've never done that. No. Oh, I used to do that all the time. Have it collapse all around. <laughs> Explains you. a lot. That sounds terrifying. Just a little bit. It's actually a fear of mine when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of avid listener with Brett, I do want to give a shout out to uh, the Wave God Anthony. <laughs> Been an avid listener ever since we started. Subscriber, commenter. Let's go. Uh, all, a white noise connoisseur. All five of his accounts, right? We don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, again, we appreciate it, though. We appreciate the numbers. Thank you, Anthony. Thanks, Wavy. I like every one of Brett's comments, too. So, Avid commenter. <laughs> Love it. Enjoy it. Especially the one that we talked about last week about Jacob's car accident. See, what you do is you, you comment about something that happened toward the end of the video, so that way the, the people listening know that you didn't just tune into the first you five minutes. You got the strats. Yeah, exactly. I, the strats. I love it. I'll just skip yeah. to the end. I'll just skip to the skip final to 10 the minutes. End. You found out my secret. <laughs> All right, Jacob. Let's, uh, let's uh, slap the sausage around. And we're back. So, speaking of back, you know what's not back? In stock, PlayStation 5s. Well, so I read that there will continue to be shortages with PlayStation 5s because they're missing um, a certain chip that goes in it. I think it's the processor. Yeah, processor chip to where they, they can't get any more right now. So they're not, unable to make more. And then I think I read something last week that said to to counteract that they're just gonna they're just gonna make more PlayStation fours. 
I mean, isn't it, it? I heard that was the same problem with like PCs too, right? Like oh, it, like graphics cards are yeah. impossible to get. So recently, I got a new PC, and I had to get like a pre-built because I, I had a PC before, but I was like, okay, maybe I could upgrade like my GPU, my graphics card. Mm-hmm. But it's like for the latest one, like three thousand bucks oh or something, Some, like a couple thousand. And I was like, okay, <clears throat> I'll just might as well get a pre-built, and if I need to upgrade it later down the line, that's what I'll do, just because it was the most cost-effective. <laughs> So the, the chip shortage is also in like cars and stuff too. I mean, it's just yeah, everything it nowadays. Cars. There's a shortage everywhere. Suits. There's a suit shortage, guys. The That's... Whataburger ketchup shortage. <laughs> Supply chains are really messed up back there. <laughs> when was okay? Whatever. You guys both have PlayStation fives, right, Gavin? Brett? No. No. I sure do, and I've okay. been playing a lot of Guardians oh, of the did. Galaxy. How is that? Surprisingly, really good. I I remember I saw a review about it. Because it was the same people that made the Avengers game, and that was the last game I bought at launch, which was a grave mistake. Um, but the Guardians of the Galaxy is different. I, I still liked the Marvel. It was not what I anticipated mm-hmm. it in any way, but it was like I still be, played through and beat it and whatnot. But after I beat it, I never picked it up again. Yeah. But Guardians of the Galaxy, is, it's way different. Um, it's it's a lot funnier. It's what what I like about it is it doesn't try to be Chris Pratt. It, yeah, it, it like it's its own, it's its own thing. Yeah, so I, I really enjoy it for sure. Mm-hmm. Which is what I liked about Nolan North's Iron Man performance. What's your <laughs> What's your favorite game on the PlayStation Five? Like if like exclusively PlayStation Five, the best experience. What's your favorite game? Returnal. I cannot hype that game up. Is that the one that anymore. you showed me? Yeah, you guys came over once I showed you, but Returnal. It's like a roguelike mystery, like you. You play as this astronaut, Celine. She crash lands on this planet, and uh, there's like weird stuff going on, on this planet. But every time you die, um, she wakes up again at the back at her ship, uh, very confused. And everything that you happened in the, that happened to you in the game, um, you lose all the progress. So you, it's basically trying to beat the game in one run. And uh, there's checkpoints along the way and stuff, but it is very difficult. But once you get the curve, it's it's incredible. Probably better that than sounds, Ark. That sounds fun. <laughs> I hate Ark so much. Ark just sucks because people <clears throat> were would just Dicks. destroy everything. Yeah. Wait, Dinosaur Ark? Yes. Yeah. I, hate I that love game so to much. hate that game. <laughs> it's so fun to grind. I know. The moment you get off, you're just like, yep, uh, I'm going to come back tomorrow morning and everything's gone. Exactly. I'll wake up in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wake up in a cage. Wasn't it like I saw one of those memes and someone made a... The I don't know Steam if was, review one? I don't know if it was Ark or <laughs> Rust so or fun. something, but someone made like a... Like their house or something, and they had a sign outside that says, "Please don't raid my house. I work ten hour shifts." <laughs> I think that was Rust. I, there's a there's a Steam review like that's written. It's like they gave it like a thumbs down, and it, but it shows they logged like two hundred, three hundred hours in the game. Oh my god! And then so like they made their bad review. They gave them all their problems, and then it shows on like Steam when when you made the review, how many hours did you have, and then currently how many hours did you have. So when he made the review, he had like 200, 300 hours, and then after the review, he played another like couple hundred hours. <laughs> and it was like, so so like a post was about the review. It was like, he played this game, hated it, and then played another couple hundred hours, and then somebody sure commented, it was it. like, this is definitely ARK Survival <laughs> Evolved. <laughs> the game was fun, it just sucks because everything would get destroyed, so mm-hmm. it was no regrets. Thing. Good it, was it was fun, especially when you're playing with everyone else. Too. I liked being super short and super fast. <laughs> 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 
Um, you gotta make sure your head is like the biggest part of your body, but everything else <laughs> is the smallest it could possibly. Brett, did you play uh, either of the Spider-Man games? Uh, both of them. Both of them. Both of them are great. I mean, only thing problem with Miles is just how short it was compared to the first one. Okay, uh, that's not my only problem with the Miles one. What? What did you not like? <laughs> it was it was short because I, I beat it in one sitting. On my yeah. day Jeez. Off. <laughs> um, but uh, I felt like the story lacked a lot of weight. It felt very Disney channel to me. Do you, do you feel that way because Peter Parker has all the good villains and they had to kind of reach a little bit for the Miles villains? Maybe, but like, I don't, I don't want to get into my... Doc Ock was pretty cool yeah. in Spider-Man. Like your your well, first bo- your first boss in Spider Man yeah. Wilson Fisk right mm-hmm. and then you you face off the Sinister Six basically and then uh, in Miles it's like oh it's the Prowler who you know? hey I like the Prowler yeah I did too I did too <laughs> but yeah. song. I guess it's because it's more origin story Miles as opposed to experienced Peter that's a good point yeah well yeah. to be fair everybody knows who Peter Parker is well that's why who? it was an experienced Peter <laughs> who <laughs> and I guess set up Spider Man too right. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for Spider-Man. Too. One, one, thing I, one thing I don't know why they did, though. Um, oh, I know why. You know? Uh, do you know what I'm about to say? Yeah, say it. So <laughs> they f- they made the Spider-Man game, right? Uh-huh. And then later on they added DLC, but then they went back and changed the guy who yep. played Spider-Man. Okay, let me get into this real quick. Really do it. Long, Please man. tell me. I have no idea why. Uh, it's been it's been over a year since it happened, so a little foggy on the details probably. But their excuse was the actor's performance wasn't he didn't emote enough or i don't like the other the other actor they went with the new actor they went with was better on next gen is i think what they said but they were being kind of dodgy about it and after playing miles morales with the new peter parker face like i didn't mind it i just didn't like that they made that change because it was really unnecessary and from like a from a purely developmental standpoint, I could maybe see that being possible, but you could just change it in the Spider-Man Miles Morales and say, "Okay, this is the new one." You don't have to. Well, if or it just affects the next gen, yeah. then I guess that's why. But <clears throat> see, like that's here's, weird. Here's the thing to me: it's like if that guy was his acting was bad, I didn't notice it because mm-hmm. I'm not playing the Spider-Man game for people's acting. You know? Well, they're keeping the same voice; they're just changing the face. Yeah, that's odd. Like, <laughs> very odd. Because it's I different. Liked the Spider-Man, the it's a different voice actor than face. So mm-hmm. they're keeping the same voice. It's a different face, which you don't even see the face all that much in the game. Only in like cinematic moments. But I don't know I if you know. know. I don't know if you know this, but Spider-Man I, wears a mask. Uh, <laughs> he does. He does wear a mask. So, and I, I made such a big deal about it when it happened because I remember I, that. Uh, <laughs> I have. I don't use it. At, anymore but a spider-man meme account and i kept posting like hashtag not my peter and posted all these memes about it drop the link <laughs> what's the ad so i don't post on it anymore so it doesn't matter <laughs> speaking of spider-boy Spider Boy 62 <clears throat> speaking of spider-man <laughs> is it true there's going to be a the amazing spider-man 3 that's i've heard so many different rumors about it is so that I've, actually I've, a thing i've, or I've no? taken a step back from spider-man news and just no you know, spider lord learn to go outside and enjoy my life <laughs> <laughs> just kidding guys I love Spider-Man um, so the whole thing is Andrew Garfield did so great spoilers in Spider-Man uh, No Way Home that people were like oh he deserves a third film he deserves a third film which I it's possible 
I guess we'll have to wait to see to see what the hell they do in Morbius, which no one knows what universe that takes place in because they have the Amazing Spider-Man like uh, style, the Amazing Spider-Man Oscorp building. Um, they have like Tobey Maguire's Daily Bugle font. They have Michael Keaton in it. So people are so confused as to what universe that takes place in. But Tom Hardy's Venom has a very similar tone to like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. So it'd be cool to see them together. So people are advocating for it. I don't know if it's going to happen, but Andrew Garfield did say he is open to a third movie. Dope. I want to see a new one. I mean, it'd be very interesting to see too, because the new Doctor Strange movie is supposed to have exactly like yeah. the most Marvel characters in any movie and ever. Tom and it's Iron Sam Raimi directing <sighs> it. Sam Raimi's directing it, who directed the original Spider-Man trilogy. It'd be super cool to have Tobey Maguire come back again. I'm saying it right now. If if Iron Man walks out and takes his helmet off, and it's Tom Cruise, it is. I am leaving the theater. That's what it's going to be because there was. I thought there was a. Like behind the scenes photos of Tom Cruise yeah, say, as Tony Stark. I'm gonna throw because up. the context behind that is Tom Cruise was almost cast as Iron Man back in 2008, but he was too expensive for the budget that the movie had. Multiverse. So they're like, oh, like let's do this as a cameo of sorts to that. They get they get Terrence Howard back. <laughs> I know, <it's> just, <laughs> yo, I liked him in that one. <laughs> <laughs> he did good in that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Marvel movies, you guys excited for the Channing Tatum Gambit movie? It's been in development for like a decade. I'm just excited to look at Channing Tatum again. Well, guess what? It's not happening. Sad. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, it's not happening. Uh, Channing Tatum recently spoke about it, saying he's a little salty that it fell through during the whole Fox and Disney merger. So they, they scrapped it. To be fair, was I mean, was that announced? <laughs> was that like the announcement that it fell through? <laughs> like, did anybody know before that? Yeah, I was gonna say, did Dude. anybody really know about it's just it? Just like, oh yeah, I was really sad when you know it got canceled, and everybody's like, well, huh? Who? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was always oh. it was always in development. Right before the merger happened, I think they were actually starting on it, uh, but then nothing ever happened for it. Sad. I mean, they, not to say they won't do something with that eventually, because yeah. whatever story they well, had probably yeah. wouldn't make sense. It's just in the a new matter. Universe. It's just a matter of the character, I guess. Um, I mean, Gambit's cool. He's Gambit a cool character. So I mean, I, I, don't just, see why I think I think it's so funny because it's <clears> been like, oh, Channing Tatum's gonna play Gambit since like 2009. I think my favorite X Men though was always Nightcrawler. So I mean, oh, Nightcrawler movie, I'm all for that. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Maybe we'll get it. All the X Men are pretty underrated. I can't wait to see how they incorporate that in the MCU. Except for Toad. <laughs> Never liked Toad. <laughs> what happens? Uh, to I was Toad like, what does this have to do with Mario? Mario. <laughs> <laughs> you said X Men. <laughs> Do you, guys, <laughs> do you guys know what happens to a toad, though, when it gets struck by lightning? It's the Joker's is it's serious. It's a quote from the movie. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Man. I haven't seen any of the X-Men movies. That's the first X-Men, right? It, I think I thought so. it was a third. I thought it was the last stand. I'm pretty sure that was the first X-Men. The guy with the tongue, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember that being the first one. Yeah. With the Statue of Liberty? Is oh, that also the first it one? Is, yeah, the Statue of Liberty is the first one. That's the guy with the tongue, then, right? And the saber tooth yeah. is also in it? Yes. Correct. I think so. Yeah. That's the first one. Before it was Leap Shredder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a cool guy. Um, okay. <laughs> That's the Channing Tatum movie for you. Uh, real quick, Super Bowl is uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yay. And uh, the, the L.A. Rams. Boo. <laughs> uh, real quick, Gavin, who do you got to win? Bengals. All right, Brett. I just hope everyone has fun. Ooh. <laughs> Jacob. Um, you know, I'm kind of torn. Bengals, of Bengals, course. Yes, and the Bengals. And now who do I want to win versus who do I think is going to win? 
Bengals. Both. What, think, what what's your I think the Rams will win, but I want the Bengals. You think win. the no. Rams will win? Yes. I think the Rams are capable of winning and it's at home, so it's like they're the villains. Uh, I mean, they're, they're the, the villains. Yeah. I want the villains <laughs> to lose, but I mean, I don't know. Me um I want the Bengals to win, but it, I think Rams win. I have Lunar, so much hatred that I can't say here, was but it? yeah, I have Lunar New Year just happened and it's oh. the year of the tiger. And so Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals I got a red envelope. Was it an omen? I think uh I think the prophecy is sealed, guys. And nice. uh Joe Burrow will be the first player to win the Heisman College Championship and the Super Bowl. Really? Yes. That's a cool fact. I'm gonna use that for my fact of the day. Thanks. Oh, well, unless he <laughs> loses. <laughs> well, if he wins, but then he'll have a whole career to win the Super Bowl to still Make that true. No Heisman winner that's won the championship has ever won a Super Bowl? True story. Wow. Really? I didn't know that. Maybe really goes to show. Really goes to show. What, what was the stat about um, winning a jo- championship? The Joes? Yeah, the Joes. What's that stat? So, Joe Montana, Joe Namath are the only two quarterbacks to win the uh, college football championship and the Super Bowl. And if Joe Burrow wins this, he'll be added to that list. So, all three will be Joes. Average Joes. Who's Joe? Who's Joe? <laughs> so stupid. Joe yeah. Burrow. <laughs> Joe speaking Montana. Of Joe, speaking of Joe Burrow, um, the Godfather. I was going to say, love to see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to, yeah. You know, speaking of. <coughs> I really liked his performance in The Godfather. <laughs> I thought he was really great to the film. Um, Joe Pesci was in Goodfellas, which is a mobster movie, and then The Godfather. Let's do that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good transition. Another Joe. <laughs> okay. Um hey, I got a friend named Joe. You want me to call him real quick? I have a friend named Joe too. He's my friend. Shout out Joe. Shout out Joe. <laughs> Joe, if you're listening. Hi. I have a brother named Joe. All so. right, give, <laughs> give me a rundown of the Godfather. Synopsis All go. Right, the Godfather. The synopsis. Crap. What was the synopsis? I wrote it down somewhere. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Um it's a movie about a guy named The Godfather, which for a movie about the Godfather, he's Barely in it. Um, what, what was that? He was in it for a big chunk of the movie. He's barely in it. How is that barely in it? He was in it. He was. He was in like the, the main character for the first hour. Mm, I don't think so. Now, now, <laughs> hold on. Let me give the synopsis really quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, it's a mafia crime family, and uh, it's a it's a mafia crime family going to war. The main character. Uh, was initially not supposed to be a part of that, but then he gets sucked into it and uh, has to do things that he never really wanted to do and that his father never wanted him to do. And it just leads to a whole bunch of uh, ugliness and chaos. Now, back to that comment about the Godfather not being in the movie so much. Do we know who they're saying is the Godfather? Because it could technically go one of bo- one of two ways. You know, you're right there. You're right about that. You're right about that. Um <laughs> Okay, Gavin, initial, initial thoughts. Um, I really like this movie. I was thinking about that too. The I thought it was, I did think they got a little, like just a little <laughs> boring at times. For me, it was mostly in the beginning, like within the first like hour of the film. But after that, it really started to pick up. Like second and third act was really good. Really loved um, that. Like nobody seemed to be immortal in this movie, so it was always on edge with, oh, who's gonna die? Especially when it's. They all came at points in time where you didn't really expect it. Sure, there were parts maybe leading up to it, but not until it right before it happened. So especially the part with Polly getting um, 
murked in the car. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that was... Maybe I'm just stupid, but I mean, well, I had no idea that was going to happen. Yeah, right they, said, they said, hey, uh, take care of Polly. That's what he said the scene yeah. before. But I mean, I, I didn't know they were going to do it right there, <laughs> just so casually like that. <clears throat> but, I mean, most of the cast died, so I like that whole... Spoilers. No shit spoilers, <laughs> we're going over it. But the whole thing where it's, you know, most movies have it, where the main characters, characters aren't really going to die sometimes. Maybe side characters will, but here it felt on edge to see who was going to die next and, you know, who was going to be left remaining. Okay. I like that aspect. I feel the opposite. You said the first act was boring. I felt that the first hour, hour and a half was great and could have been its own movie. Like, and up until Al Pacino's character uh, killed the two guys in the restaurant and all that happened, if you rolled credits there then I felt like that would have been a solid movie on its own. After that, the next hour, hour and a half after that, I felt it was really boring and slow at parts. And uh, nothing was really happening, especially with the whole Al Pacino being in um, in Italy. Once he got back from Italy, then that's when it kind of picked up again. And then the last 15 minutes was good. I think... So The Godfather is critically acclaimed being one of the greatest movies ever. I can understand that for its time. I don't think it still applies today. Hot take. That is very hot. Very take. hot take. Yeah. <laughs> tell tell a film guy that. Tell a film guy that, that that's your opinion. Brett, you watched The Godfather. I did. Avid listener. I heard that that was the movie for this week, so I <laughs> I, I knew I had to watch it to be in the discussion. So I guess more than I would do. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess of the two stances, um, I, I'm maybe a little different from both of you. Um, I. I just want to go on record and say I am not a fan of mobster movies in in any way, shape, or form. And I'll tell you exactly why. Um, I don't think that there are many characters in films that I can relate less to than mobsters. So I can't relate to them geographically, culturally, (laughs) ethically, religiously, morally, or even in my everyday life. Like, down to the scene where he was afraid to tell his girlfriend that he loved her on the phone. Um, Yeah. You know, I'm not in his head, but what I know about mobsters and the way they're portrayed in movies is they're these hyper-masculine, like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid to show any form of affection because that could be portrayed as femininity. Did any of you watch The Sopranos? I have not, but I want to watch it so bad. Okay, well, there's there's a, a brief little storyline. One of the... Uh, can I swear on this program? Of course. Heck oh, yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. No, um, <laughs> but one, one yeah, little... That's a potty mouth. I thought you were an avid listener. <laughs> But, like, you know when you go in your friend's house and you see none of them wearing shoes and you ask to take your shoes off? It's kind of it's one of those things. Yes, I'm around a lot of Asians. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he has an Asian girlfriend. <laughs> that sounded so weird. To quote John Mulaney, we take our shoes off at home. It's, it's not an Asian thing. <laughs> it's more for carpeting. Um, but, no, it's... There's a lot. There's a scene in The Sopranos, like a little storyline, where one of the one of the guys, you know, one of the Sopranos, um, goes down on a woman, and she tells people about it, and they make fun of him for it, and he basically like threatens to kill everybody for saying that because the act of going down on a woman could be seen as feminine, right? So, fellas, let me ask you a question: <laughs> Is it gay to go down on a woman? Uh, <laughs> I would have to say no. That's a moral dilemma, right there. So. All of that to I've say, never done that. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> All of that to say, like I, 
I don't relate to mobsters. And okay. I, I get it that, that the mobster was just a way to deliver the message of the movie. Um, again, it's 50 years ago. So you're, yeah. now you're adding and an, the movie took place. So, the movie took place is, even before I know, that. It took place in the 40s. Here's right. the, here's the crazier thing. Okay. Here's, <laughs> here's the like, I never realized that part, but I'm like, the cars they're driving are so like <laughs> yeah. World War II era. Um, so, and he was a war hero in World War II. Yep. So um, you say that. What did you say? <laughs> oh, you're telling me so, <laughs> not relating to okay monsters? no yeah you say the whole it was 50 years ago and it's right. like really it's old typically i don't like older movies but i liked this one because it had a, such a different vibe to it than the older movies um i really enjoyed more of the technical aspects the filmmaking aspects rather than what the story was telling the story was good but i liked the lighting which this movie is famously known for they tell a story through the lighting, and I can get into that, of especially with specifically Al Pacino's character. The lighting is a symbolism for evil, darkness. So when you first meet Michael, uh, Al Pacino's character, you see his full face. It's lit up. He's not supposed to be a part of this. As the movie goes on, it starts the lighting. Every time you see him, half of it is lit. The other half is dark. So they don't have a, a fill light to brighten up the other side of his face. Showing his descent into the family, into that lifestyle. And then even the part when he goes to Italy, it shows his face again, his full face, because this might be a stretch. That's He's not in reality. It's more of a fantasy world for him, which is why the entire time he is in Italy, it seems like it's super unnecessary to the movie where he's there, he meets a girl, marries her, she dies, and then he comes back and acts like it never happened. Pretty much, yeah, especially when right. he gets with the new girl after that, yeah. too. It's like, are we going to tell her about that? Um, and then by the very end of the movie, his face is lit exactly how Marlon Brando's was in the very beginning of the movie. I noticed that, too. So yeah. it, I really enjoyed seeing those things gradually happen yeah. and even just the lighting tell a story. Yeah, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not, like, shitting on this movie in any, in any way, shape, or form. It's just I'm not the demographic, I think, for yeah. this movie because I, I, I don't relate to these characters. The the person I related to most, and not to get a little dark here, was um, when Carlo was beating his wife. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, this looks like my childhood. And that was my mom. Oh, my God. But, I thought you were about to say you relate to Carlo beating his <laughs> wife. No, I was on the receiving <laughs> like, end of that. Oh, my so, God. And, and it makes sense now. I think my, my old stepdad kind of idolized these characters, and, I, and it took watching this movie for me to have my own little internal therapy session. Okay. But I totally so, agree. The cinematography is great. Everything except for that one fake punch that Sonny threw. Did you guys catch that? Yes. It was so bad. They, <laughs> yeah. they filmed this, like, when he goes... Uh, Which part? So Sonny went to go, like, beat, beat, up, Carlo. beat up Carlo, right? Okay. And they, they yeah. filmed him beating him from the side. Yeah. No no alternate camera angle. And he and just, just you can totally whiffs tell. it. He's, like, that. literally two feet away with a fist, and they left that shot in. I don't know why. <laughs> Critically acclaimed. <laughs> well, can't argue. So um, the cinematographer was avidly against any for that time, modern filmmaking camera techniques. Um, so, like, he didn't want to do anything, like, any helicopter shots, any crane shots, any zooms or anything, except for some exceptions, like the opening of the movie, when it's really close on that guy's face and it slowly zooms out to an over-the-shoulder look. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because he wanted the camera to be uh, point-of-view shots. So, the only exceptions was the zoom, because it introduces the movie. And then uh, when the Godfather got shot and was in the street and then the very above look, 
Um, and a fun fact for that as well is uh, Francis Ford Coppola, Coppola, Coppola. Um, the director, argued like, hey, we should have that shot because it's God's point of view looking at him. And then that kind of convinces him. Okay, you got a point there. Um, <laughs> so that's why they had the above shot. But really liked the cinematography because it was simple and effective. It kept things grounded and realistic, as well as already touched on the lighting, which was pretty uh, pretty lit. And, and one thing I, I really appreciated is I didn't see a lot of the mob stereotypes that I'm used to seeing where someone, you know, oh, come on, give me some more money so I can stay in this game. I'll pay yeah. you back. And then it ends up with them having to get their legs broken. Like, yeah. there was nothing about okay. civilians. It was all just the internal politics of this, yeah, this one mob. I, I really enjoyed right. um, you not being... Like, you can't relate to a mobster. It just makes me think of Ray Liotta's line in Goodfellas of, for as long as I can remember, I wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> 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 Which, I like Goodfellas. It's one of the few Martin Scorsese movies I actually like. Um, I'm a fan. I, on the other hand, relate heavily to mobsters, <laughs> as you can probably guess. Oh, yeah? yeah it's very obvious. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So that's that's. What's this? your guys' percentage rating? Oh, Moist meter knockoff. What is it? Moist meter. Gosh, I hope I was hoping no one would notice. Uh, You're with me. I notice <laughs> I it know. all. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, Gavin, what's your Gavi Wavi percentage? Um, I'm gonna have to give it like an 85. Gavi been If the ending wasn't, if the full like last half of the movie wasn't as good, I would have rated it lower than I did Departed. But to me, the Departed, the ending just murdered the whole movie. So, total difference here. I loved the ending of Godfather. Therefore. 85% for me. E diggy dog. All right. Uh, I, see, I always I always come into it with a percentage rating, and then after I talk about it, it's different. <laughs> like, I showed up here wanting to give it an 80, but then after talking about it, I have to agree with Gavin at, at an 85. I just got really excited during the lighting part. I don't know. The lighting told a story. That was a such a good story. Oh, and we got to talk about the score, too. Yeah. Absolutely masterpiece of a theme song. I agree, and I think it's the the cool thing about this movie is it's called the greatest movie, one of the greatest movies of all time, and that shows a lot with the iconic parts in it because I've seen a lot of iconic parts in this movie parodied in other stuff. Yep. Yeah, like in How Your Mother, they do it a couple times, like with the horse head. Um, with I think I actually read somewhere that they used an actual horse head for that too. I believe it. That was brutal. <laughs> Um, the whole, like, Awful. I'm going to give him an offer he can't refuse, that's oh, yeah. quoted Everywhere. a lot. Um, and then I, the very end during the ba- like the baptism hits scene, like where they were killing all the other bosses, I was like, have I seen this before? I feel like I've seen this before. And then I realized, oh, they parodied that in Modern Family. <laughs> 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 so then after I finished the movie, I pulled that up, and I was like, yep, this is, this is where it's from. Um, so, uh, Brett, what would you give it a rating of? Um, I'm gonna say like I didn't I didn't dislike the movie. Mm-hmm. You know I, I'm I'm aware that I have my own biases about just the genre itself and, and the characters. I didn't dislike it, so I will give it a six out of ten, which is a sixty percent, which is a certified fresh. Barely. All right, barely. barely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can accept that. Um, when I first watched it, like halfway through, I was like, man, I have to get this like a sixty-five. And after I finished it, I was like, probably like a seventy. And then I went home and I was like, oh, 75. And then I got here and I was like, 80. I gave it an 85. It just, honestly, I'm jump. <laughs> With movie reviews, I think it just depends on my mood. I wish you were my teacher. <laughs> I would be a horrible teacher. 
All right, Brett, do you want to introduce next week's movie? Yeah, so thanks for letting me pick. Um, My recommendation to you, I I know you haven't seen Ethan. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but um, it was her Ex Machina came out uh, 2014. 2014, yeah, just a few years ago. It's got um, Oscar Isaac and Donald Donald Gleason. They are the two um, main characters. So, um, just brief synopsis: uh, Oscar Isaac is like the CEO of this weird. very futuristic like tech company he's like a billionaire and he's working on a new project and he has uh he ho- holds like a little raffle or something for his for in, within his company and donald gleason's character wins and so he gets to go help him test out his new project which is going to oscar isaac's weird house in the middle of nowhere and testing out um this new robot to see if it passes the turing test and you know what the Turing test is? Why don't you explain it for the audience? The Turing test is essentially if you can communicate with an AI and believe that you're talking to a real person and not that it's an AI, then yeah. it passes so Siri. the Turing, Turing yeah. test. Yeah, sure, and exactly. Alexa. Yeah. So that's all, that's all I'll say. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it takes some twists and turns, and it's got like a really like a really satisfying ending, I think, and I'm very curious to see what you guys think next week. Right after you recommended it to me? On one of my podcasts, they talked about it very briefly and spoiled the ending, but I forgot what the ending was, okay, so cool, I'm good. Cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Do we know where we can watch this at? It's on Hulu if you have a Showtime subscription and Amazon Prime, I believe. I also, without a, like a, any additional, just Amazon Prime? I believe so. I have I that. you can get it on other it. places, but you'd have to pay. Like a I also yeah, yeah. let him borrow the, the Blu-ray, so if you ever have the ability to see it. Watch party. <laughs> watch party, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just take, I, just I take, take notes. I take notes while I watch, though. I don't know if you do that. I watch it usually like either like two hours before we come here or like the night before. So it's fresh in my head when we come in. Yeah, I watched The Godfather today. So and, I, ju- and I doodled during uh, task. I doodled Marlon Brando. Awesome. <laughs> you know, thumbnail. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll post it on the Twitter. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Not gonna yeah. lie. The, world, the world needs to see that. <laughs> um, so I'll post it to Twitter for everyone to see. All, all uh, Twitter at at. I'll shout it out at the end of the episode. Just kidding. At OEF underscore white noise. There you go. There you go. You should just draw somebody from every movie that you watch. I think I will. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. I just, well, it's, <sighs> side note, I've been experimenting with the sh- dark shadows oh, in my okay. drawings. Oh, what a perfect <laughs> movie to test that out on. <laughs> so, dark I've been experimenting with dark shadows on my drawings. So, with The Godfather, it was perfect. Cool to do. Ethan we'll may that. or may not be a vampire. Got it. Oh. <laughs> um, speaking of vampires, paranormal experience. We talked. We've been talking about that the past two weeks. Um, is that is that a good segue? I feel like it's been a mythological. <laughs> it's oh, better than your last one. Really it's better than my last yeah. one. Yeah, better than Joe Burrow. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> speaking of vampires and other supernatural things, paranormal experience, which oh. we've been talking about. Quick update to last week when I talked about the the bump in the night. Bump. That I heard, yeah, uh-huh. uh, and my mom coming out and you know yelling at everything. Uh, my dad told me what it was. What was Did it? you hear about this? No. So okay, I, this is when I found out that our dad listens to the podcast as well. So pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but he he just he walked up to me while we were working and he was like, "Hey, I I know what that noise was that you're talking about." And I was like, "Oh, from the podcast." <laughs> it took me a minute, and I was like, "What was it? Why am I just now hearing about this?" 
And so, so my my dad has you know in the shower he has a mirror that you know when he shaves he shaves in the shower I guess so he has a mirror to help him in there yeah. and apparently that time falls down all the time <laughs> and that's what that noise was that night and I was like I've only heard that one time you said it happens all the time but anyway yeah that uh, shower mirror falling woke me up and my mom Debunked. that makes sense because your walls right there. But yeah. how did it fall? <laughs> oh. The ghost. Oh, the my ghost. God. Um, so, Brett, uh, we want to take this moment to see if you have any paranormal experiences and if you would like to share them ghost with the entire world. Mirrors oh. falling? Yeah, so I, you guys have been talking about this for a few weeks, so I was actually glad to be able to come on here nice. and, and talk about yeah, Fly this. all the way out from Illinois, I know. Yeah, fly, fly very <laughs> far. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what happened. Um, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, fellas. I really want to believe in ghosts. I want to so bad. Um, to what the point that Jacob made last week, and not to knock anybody listening who has seen a ghost, who believes in ghosts, whatever, but to, to your point, I feel like if you want to see a ghost, you're more inclined to see it than somebody who is naturally skeptic. Um, I am I'm a natural skeptic, but... Um, it ain't for lack of trying. So for, I'll, I'll say, uh, so last year, uh, my girlfriend, Sammy, some of you know her here. Hi, Sammy. Uh, shout out, Sammy. Out, shout out, Sammy. Um, for Sammy's big into uh, horror, we have a horror-themed house, um, basically, and, you know, it's our, it's our D&D dungeon, essentially. Um, but so Sammy loves horror things, so I was like, oh, what better way to, you know, scratch that itch and birthday present. So we, we went out to Jerome. Um, so Jerome, Arizona, it's it's – it's basically a ghost town um, if you've never been there, um, and it's it's called that because of like the town's history, right? So while there, like we went on a tour, and part of part of the tour, they 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 took us to this little I, I don't know if it's like it's kind of like an old, for lack of a better term, bucket that they mm-hmm. used to like make lo- like lava in essentially to mm. make the rocks that the brick uh, the bricks in the town are are made out of. And on this tour, you know, th- it's a mining city, so there's a lot of mines there, and miners didn't make a lot of money, right? right. And so, um, They're not eighteen, so yeah. <laughs> so when the miners so died, empty. when the miners died, they didn't necessarily have the money to buy like a plot of land to be mm-hmm. buried in. Whereas somebody who was rich or, or had moved there for whatever reason, um, they they basically took care of the the body in the cheapest way possible and that is to throw them into the bucket of lava to use their nutrients in their body as as more i guess fuel for yeah, this and so on this metal? on this tour he handed each each of the people <laughs> there a metal. little a little piece of rock Damn. and he's like there's a very good chance that you are holding like remnants of a human in in you and Holy he's like and he's like look at your feet and there's like tons of these little rocks in like inside the the stones and the bricks he's like these are all like remnants of like dead people and i don't know if that's just a story i yeah. i, I Dude, believe that's it. awesome yeah right that's right we have like a little <laughs> we have we call our little dead person our dead person rock it's just on the couch <laughs> at our house you took one home yeah no he gave it to us he oh, gave, that was part God. of the tour he gave everybody one so so we went to jerome it's it's a mining city like there's hundreds of thousands of miners have died there and it's supposedly like one of the most haunted cities in, in America. And so we stayed at the Jerome Grand Hotel. There's been like a one of those ghost shows, I don't know, like Ghost Hunters. Some, one of those. But they did an episode in Ghost Hunting. Yeah, yeah like, I think it was Ghost Hunters. They did an episode here, but the Jerome Grand Hotel used to be like a hospital like in and like a I don't know if there was like 
some rooms that were in a sane asylum or something, but hospital, lots of dead people there. Just add that on to it, right? So it got converted into a, a hotel, and there's, you know, you can read up on about it. Like, there's tons and tons of stories of people being haunted there and, like, seeing things. Like, people, like, reported that they they left their room for five minutes, and they came back, and all their, their clothes were, like, thrown out yeah. of the room. Like, people wow. see things in the night. Sorry, um, my bad. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> So we went, we <laughs> stayed at this hotel, and I, I booked a room. We were in room 38, right? And then it's just the, 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 the whole town does the haunted theme. Like, right across the street from the hotel, there's a restaurant, the Haunted Hamburger. And, like, they, that place is haunted, too, you know? So it's just, they... they tourist attraction. It, exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a haunted tourist town. So when we did this, this tour, he, like, took us on a shuttle, and we, we walked, we drove by the Jerome Grand Hotel, and he started telling us some stories, and... He's like, oh, there's a sign. If you were to look up the Jerome Grand Hotel, you can see it. There's a there's a big window right right next to the words Jerome Grand Hotel, and that used to be like the operating room for this for this hospital uh, because it got natural light from from the sun. And that's supposed to be one of the most haunted rooms in the hotel. And he told us a story about these like basketball players that the whole team stayed in that room because it's like their grand suite. And people uh, like some of the players woke up. And like saw a little kid in the room and like yelled and said, Hey, what's that kid doing? And the rest of the team woke up and saw it. And then all of them saw that little kid and all of them slept in the hallway that night. Like <laughs> he then went on to say, he's like the three most haunted rooms in this hotel, 34, 37 and 38. And we're <laughs> staying in room 38. And I'm like, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> like this is, this is, this is going Get awesome. My money's worth. So, and I, like I was you know, I'm a skeptic, but I'm I'm fully embracing this. Like for yeah. Sammy's birthday, I got her an EMF reader to take on this trip, right? <laughs> and so we, on this tour, a part of the tour is that they they take you to um, normally they take you to a school, but they didn't have a contract because of COVID. So they dropped us off at a cemetery. They gave nice. you a flashlight, a spirit box, and an EMF reader. So we had two EMF readers. You go around and you're like talking to ghosts and whatnot, and like. When I say I tried so hard, <laughs> I did. Didn't didn't see a thing there. We went to the hotel. I slept like a baby that night. Didn't have any disturbances whatsoever. Staying in one of the most supposedly haunted hotels, hotel rooms. Posting the story, I had several friends reach out and like tell me about their crazy experiences there, but I did not experience a single thing. Um, uh, did Sammy experience anything or say she, she experienced anything? She says she she might have saw something yeah. when I was asleep. But again, I feel like if you want to see it. Like you, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, "Oh no, I'm in a haunted hotel." No, no, like no, no, yeah. like right disrespect or anything. If you see stuff, then I mean, I'm not, sure. I don't want to say tell you what you see, but like if people are telling me their stories, like usually they have more than one or they've seen multiple things, yeah. or you know, if you haven't seen anything, you don't see anything. Ever. Like, yeah, Sammy. Yeah, like like <laughs> like for me, all it would take is show to me the ghost. See, all it would take is to see one like person there. That I know is dead, yeah. and then I turn away and I look back and they're gone. That's it. I'm a believer, but not even one thing like that I've ever seen. Yeah. Huh. So, That's, I mean, sorry. is it is it just simply like if you're skeptic, you're more inclined to logically deduce something <clears throat> that you see or hear, like the placebo effect or something like that? Maybe I, I don't know what it, what you would call that, but like if maybe you're not as skeptic, then you can just chalk that up to hey, I saw a ghost rather than yeah, oh maybe it was it this. Yeah, yeah, it's possible, know. and not to discount anybody's experience. Like I had a chapstick on the table the other day, and I was just playing playing like my switch or something, and the chapstick just all of a sudden rolled off the table. Well, the fan was on, so <laughs> there, I was like, okay, cool. 
But like, I know so many people will be like, yep, there's a ghost in my house. And like, I have definitive proof from that. So I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's fine. I, mean, I don't know. I think also as ghosts, like their purpose is to what? Just move a chapstick around or mess with you. move little things around. Like that's it. Um, so that's kind of another reason why I'm like, oh, I don't believe in ghosts per se. Per and se, I, what do you believe in? Uh, I believe in like spirits and like demons, I guess, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Like, I believe in ghosts, <laughs> but I don't believe in ghosts. ghosts. I, I don't. Do. I don't believe in like. Uh, I believe in spirits. A soul from yeah. a person's body after they died to haunt. Yeah. where they died. I don't. I don't believe that. I've seen many theories about people thinking ghosts are just um, like little pockets of. Where time isn't the same, so it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like and something that, that's happening way in the future yep. in that exact spot, or that's that's a scientific way to to break that down as well. Like, um, if you could call that scientific, I mean, <laughs> well, that's a more logical way than just yeah. oh, a ghost. Um, like for ex- what's scarier, a time pocket or a dead person's spirit? Yes. <laughs> well, because uh, another, another thing I saw pocket. is like, yeah, I think so. like why why are all these ghosts that people experience usually like all the stories are like oh early 1900s or 1800 ghosts. Like you never see a caveman ghost or a medieval night ghost. That'd be you never sick. hear those kind of stories. Well, there's a show. Uh, I think it's called Expedition Unknown. I think that's also on sci-fi along with like ghost hunters and stuff like that where they do talk about ghosts where it's like ghosts from like medieval times or like there's a ghost that'll say their name and they look them up and it's like, oh, this was somebody who was alive in Victorian era of England or whatever. So... I mean, I don't know if I would ever see a ghost, but I've definitely heard of ghosts where they're like a knight from some point in time or a German soldier or something like that. So, Gavin, you, you say you believe in ghosts, but you haven't seen one, right? Me, personally, I haven't seen I mean, I've had oh, okay. sleep paralysis, but oh, yeah. again, I heard... No, I just, just didn't know if you had like a you. experience or story or anything. I like to believe that there's no such thing, but I, my experience is otherwise. But I mean, I can't prove it, so I don't know. I personally just come from like my religious background, so I don't... I don't believe it, don't see anything, so that's fine. See, what's really interesting to me, like my, my stepdad, for instance, he is a firm believer in ghosts. And he, like, tells me, like, oh, uh, yeah, there was, like, a, th- a little ghost of, like, a three-year-old boy. I saw him. And I'm like, that's very specific. <laughs> like, So I don't think that he's making it up, for yeah. sure. I just don't – my personal belief is I don't know if what – if you and I could see the same event and I would have that same conclusion that you – I don't know. He said okay. he like he hears laughing and like he saw like a hand dragging across our the glass like a little boy would like when you're walking down the stairs or something. So, so I, I don't know. I have heard a laugh before in my house when I was by myself. Swear to God, oh, I have geez. heard a laugh and I was like, oh, no. I was like texting everyone like, hey, are you home right now? And they're like, no. And I'm like, who the fuck laughed then? Like, <laughs> so an instance with that as well is, well, as to Jacob's point of you hear a noise and your brain's. Like, oh, what could that be? With oh, a laugh! Like that's what your brain immediately goes to. Maybe not to discredit laugh. I don't know. the laugh, yeah. but it, no, I get that. That's where I get with like, oh, ghosts. Because with ghosts, it's like these small experiences that you're like, oh, that could be a ghost. It's never like a ghost tried a ghost. to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> it's never. Hey, I'm a ghost. It's like, oh, I might be a ghost. So then, what are your <laughs> thoughts on like the haunted Annabelle doll? That kind of stuff. I don't like, know. Do you I know the story of that. the haunted Annabelle nope. doll? Vaguely. Like what? So like, if you don't like believe in that kind of stuff, well, so I guess you don't know the story. But crazy. I mean, I do, and I guess my my thoughts on like people who 
experience like haunting persistently in their life. Again, not to discredit you <laughs> if you think, and I'm not saying that this is you, but I feel like you could chalk that up to this. This person may have some form of mild to severe mental illness. So, if you think that you're like, if you put yourself in like a paranoid state all the time, whether you do it intentionally or not, if it happens to you. You know that that's that that could be chalked up to science chemicals in your brain. Mm-hmm. It's not anything wrong with you, but yeah. like, but that that could explain why that is your conclusion to jump there. So I don't know. So like when well like do you think there's a link between that and then like possessions or like exorcisms stuff like that? So like for instance, I don't know if anyone's seen the original Exorcist, but that was based off of a true story. There's right. like actual videos and well not videos but like audio tapes of it. Right. So do you think? Because, I mean, in that movie, the priest is a psychologist who thinks that she's just mentally ill. And you find out, spoiler alert, later in the movie, she's actually possessed. So do you think it's more so those people that were, quote unquote, possessed were just mentally ill? Or if they actually were, like, possessed by some sort of evil spirit or well, demon? Like we I believe in spirits and demons, religious background, all that stuff. As opposed to a person who used to li- be alive who died and is now a ghost. Those, right. I think th- I see those as two separate things. I, I, get, I just I personally, I don't believe in any of that. So like, I know all these movies say like, Oh, this is based on a true story, but I don't really know what's going on in a person's brain. That's why they say based. Yeah. On right. It's, story. it's yeah. mostly but, like loosely based. And it's also inspired to, to your by, point, like yeah. filmmaking tactics, the exorcist. How long ago was that made? Right. Long time ago. Seventies, about yeah. the same time. Godfather. Yeah. I think it was a little bit later. And it's like all it of, all of these Based on a true story, the true story happened back when there was no internet, and you just had to like take people's word on it, you know? Right? Yeah. The Exorcist was nineteen seventy three, right after Godfather, which was nineteen seventy two. Um, like, yeah, I guess the, another thing with that too is like UFOs were and aliens were widely popular in the fifties, where they lacked the technology we have today, and it was just going off other people's words and like witness testimonies, as opposed to if. You, I went to you guys and said, hey, guys, I definitely saw a UFO outside. I, I saw one, obviously. You guys aren't going to believe me. Or, the I proof? would. I've, I've definitely seen a UFO before. <laughs> well, I don't believe you, Gavin. You like, know, tell me the story. Ever, <laughs> you ever heard of the Phoenix Lights? Oh, yeah, we saw that, but I thought there was an explanation for that. They referenced, it, they, refer- for they referenced it in Civil War. There's always an explanation for all of them. There's always, there were always... A weather balloon or a military it's the government. Or, it's the government. They're hiding. Well, I mean, the Pentagon's already released footage. Yeah, they got like UFOs swept are. under the rug, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I don't know what other proof you need, but <laughs> I, def- I, for one, think it's mathematically impossible for aliens to not exist. Well, just a natural skeptic. This goes back to the question you guys had like a couple episodes ago. It's like, Avid listener, yes. Would you rather have the aliens on these UFOs be more advanced than you or less advanced? And if they are on a UFO that they've made it to another planet, they yeah. broke our. They're they're instantly more advanced. Yeah, right? I was gonna right? say. So fortunately, they are probably more advanced. <laughs> no, than they're frogs. They're just riding this. <laughs> um, the fact they made. I mean, I I mean I haven't seen an alien, but I, I guess I can't confirm that it was a UFO or something like that. But I mean, I've seen. Some very weird shit in the sky that magically just disappears like that. I feel like that's connected too with like ghosts and aliens. Like somebody who's seen ghosts. Well, it's like I they're saw, probably more likely to see UFOs. I saw, too, I saw right? something that I thought was a plane. Again, right? No disrespect. 
leave your story down in the comments and tell us what you've seen. Yes, tell us your story. We'll fly you out from Illinois. So I've seen stuff where it's like I thought it was a plane or something like that. And then it started going in such a weird fashion that I'm like, what aircraft? It's probably a helicopter. Could move at this speed and change directions like that. No helicopter can do that. I saw it. I think it was Buzz Lightyear. And then all of a sudden the light just turns off, like disappeared. Like stealth mode. A drone? Maybe it could be a drone. Government drone? What Maybe drone? they were spying on you. Exactly. Uh, you do in your house. <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I've never had anything like that happen to me. I know. And I really wish I do because... That's a cool, cool story. Be a cool, exp- cool yeah. story to tell. I'm not it's cool. scary, dude. <laughs> it's I'm scary. lame. Same shit with, like, ghosts and stuff. It's scary to happen to you. Like I said, I want it to happen to me. I really do, but it hasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Every- a, everybody uh, gangster till you get haunted. Okay, so with White Noise Chronicle, uh, Brett, do you have a, a chronicle for to share with us? I do, week? and actually it, it kind of goes along with this discussion. All right, a let's go. Bit. Perfect. Um, Segway. So I wanted, I, the reason I thought of this story is because I was listening to your, your Applebee's stories. and whatnot. I <laughs> love Applebee's. So I was like, okay, I got to have a fun story from like a previous job or something. Yeah. And uh, so I, for a couple of years, worked at the great store known as Spencer's Gifts. Oh boy! And uh, for, <laughs> Truly a great I'm place for pretty games. sure everyone listening to this knows what that is. But if you don't, uh, it's usually always in a mall. Um, it's like the the counterpart to your Hot Topic. Um, it's it's basically when when you are a kid and you have an older brother figure, you think they're the coolest person in the world if they take you to the store, right? <laughs> you, they have everything from you know. Um, funny mugs to t-shirts you to describe it as like a novelty yeah, store novelty like prank pop stuff culture. pop cultures um yeah. and then then you know very very <laughs> focused <laughs> interests <laughs> um so depending on where you're looking you now they have body jewelry they have like fart gags they have like fart a, gags yeah they have like a, a sex toy section which is very popular um as you can imagine so Needless to say, we get a lot of interesting clients here in this in this store. Um, yes. But one in particular stood out, um, and I remember because this was right around Halloween, um, and we had this this lady come in, and it was you know I worked the night shift, and so she was browsing around eight o'clock at night. The store is kind of empty, and she's looking around our like witchcraft section. So in this witchcraft section, they've got like tarot cards and spell books and all, all sorts of things for your young aspiring witch, right? <laughs> so she's looking around for a bit, and I'm just, you know, chatting with the manager. And I'm about to go up to this person and ask if they need help. But, like, right when I, like, go to step out from behind the counter, she turns around and comes up to the, the counter with all of, her, all of her stuff that she has in her hands. Like, she's got her arms full. And um, she says to me seven words that I will never forget. Oh, I'm... On the edge of my seat She's to hear those seven words. Hi, I'm a witch with a problem. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> and uh, Whoa, I want to know how to respond and, to and that. And that's not even the most interesting thing about her. So Hi, I'm a witch she, with she a sets problem. down all of her stuff. Um, and just to to kind of inventory what she's put on the counter, she puts a spell book down. She puts a bundle, like a bag full of sage. She puts two tarot death candles. You know, like those Mexican candles you can get, like the dollar store, um, like the red ones. Yeah, but okay. and like it's got Jesus on it or something. But it's it's literally one of those. Show me again with your hands. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! I can't wait till we get cameras. <laughs> 
So it's one of those candles, but the, the image on the front is like the tarot card, the death card, right? Yeah. Right. She's got two of those. She's got um, some various crystals, and she's holding two different packs of incense. She puts this on the counter. And again, sounds pretty expensive. I look up yeah, at her. Which is balling. Yeah. So I look up at her now, and this is the most interesting part is she has like a four inch scar on her face, and it is fresh. It has stitches in it. Like uh, right down her cheek, right, and it like it, she probably just got stitches that day. Was this a young woman? Or? Yeah, she was probably like thirty. You okay, know? yeah. And yeah, so okay. I'm processing all of this at once, but I'm also not trying to be an asshole and say anything about the yeah. scar because you know I'm sure she's very self conscious. Customer service, it. get it right. So she goes, "Hi, I'm a witch with a problem," and she sets this all down, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, how can I help?" And she goes, "Yeah, I was just." Pr- browsing the section over there and I need to know which of these incense is more of high quality. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, this one is, you know, made, made with this, 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 this one's more quality. It's a little more expensive. And she goes, okay, that's what I thought. And she like takes the cheaper one back and puts it down. So she gets the more expensive and she's like, all right, this is all. And so I'm bringing her up and she goes, yeah, as you can tell, I had a little run in with a ferocious dog yesterday and Looking at her face, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. And I was like, oh, yeah, that looks really painful. I'm, I'm sorry you had to go through that. She's like, oh, it's okay. Like, I signed a retainer today, so that's that's going well. So all that's left to do is this. And she, like, points to all the items that she just put on the counter. And, like, at this point, I'm done with the transaction. And I'm like, all right, well, good luck. And then she, like, I handed the bag. She leaves. My manager was standing right, like, off to the side during this. And so I look over to her, and I'm like, did I just sell this woman uh, ingredients to make a death spell on the dog? And she goes, I think you did. She's going to put a hex on you, bro. She's a hex girl. So I will, ask, I will ask you guys here the same question that I asked her that night is, would I be considered an accomplice if this dog dies? Yep. Never mess with uh, a witch girl. No. I don't think so. Because nope. it's like if you go to a gun store and sell someone a gun and they go and kill someone, you're not an accomplice for murder. But they always go back to the gun store. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, I think they do. Like, it well, you're not on, an accomplice. No. Depends on how did you go through all the procedures. They're going to check that first. Okay, that's for a gun <laughs> store. This is Provided you This did. is a retail store. Are there any regulations on <laughs> spell books? Does there need to be? I, I'm not sure the U.S. Constitution handles <laughs> Does she have a license <laughs> to carry that spell book? That's, that's pretty baller, though. She's like, she I'm a like, witch with a problem. She just, like, takes and off her blazer and has got two spell books in her arms. <laughs> oh, then, now that's concealing it. Now you need a license for that. <laughs> in certain reading. states, depending on your state. Yeah. You got the fucking book of Amon Ra over here. Check with your Christ. state for your local spell book carrying well, laws. <laughs> I'm going to need to see your spellcraft permit. Does that make... <laughs> I, I would say that it's not making you an accomplice. No, I don't... I agree. Yeah, so I've I've thought, your conscience is clear. Yeah, I've thought for a while now. Is that about, dog still alive? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Wow, damn! What uh, kind of dog was this? Did she ever say what? If, if it had that big of a scar on her face, it must have been a pretty mean. Well, I dog. thought she was going to say or some chihuahua. Shit like a chihuahua. <laughs> chihuahua is mean. I, I try not to ask too much about it because, again, I didn't want to like. Oh yeah, that that scar on your face. That's it's pretty gnarly. It's pretty, damn, you it's look pretty like awful. Shit. <laughs> Uh, what happened to your face? <laughs> um, oh man! Speaking of customer stories, I had just, just one happen today. Nothing big, but it still is very strange. So in the the area that we work in, Tempe, whatever, uh, it's interesting uh, to say the least. <laughs> college, very generous. <laughs> college, so that. college students and homeless people. Yes. 
It's a very uh, urbanized area, I guess. I don't know. Is there is there overlap in those two groups? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> We've had people sleep behind our store, is what I'm saying. So, I mean. Okay. Uh, I'm working there. I'm in the back. I hear the, the chime open for people coming into the front door, and I walk out. And before I can even get around the corner to go to the front, I hear, like, a hello. And, you know, that that's one of my workplace yeah. pet peeves. Right when people, when people walk in. And hello. Like, hello. Where is everyone? Huh? So I, I walk out, and there's <laughs> these two younger dudes. Uh, and before I could even greet him, he's like, can I sing a song for you? Oh, and I was like, fuck? I don't have the energy for that. For, like, three seconds, I looked at this guy, and I was like, you what? <laughs> just, that's all I could say. And he's like, can I sing a song for you? And I was, and all I could say, I was like, I'd prefer if you didn't. I'd instantly be looking, <laughs> I'd instantly be looking for the camera. I'm like, where is this? <laughs> I mean, like, so, are you replacing Joe on Impractical Jokers? <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, I'd prefer you didn't. He's like, oh, we're just trying to uh, get some money for some gas. Whether he was telling the truth or not, I gave him five bucks for my wallet just because I was like, you know, I, I get out of my store at this point. <laughs> I was like, you know, if you really do need gas, here's five bucks. If not, and you're trying to like just get money for whatever reason, then it's, it, it's, it's worth it for me to not. I totally would have obliged him on that offer conversation. Yeah. Anymore. Sing. Yes. Sing. I want you to sing. sing. Now leave. <laughs> Instead. You're like, I'll give you five bucks to not sing. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, <laughs> that's what happened. What happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that, that literally happened today. So that's what, <laughs> that's weird. Oh man! Damn. Well, what do you? What do you have? What, what, I wasn't really in the mood you? to find out what he was going to say. What time of day was it? It, it was fairly early in the day. Yeah, I get that. I had well, a schizo customer, and I was like doing stuff <laughs> in the back. Like, it, well, yeah. we open at eleven. I got here at ten forty, and I walked in. I didn't even turn on the lights because I keep the door unlocked. And then customers came in, and I was like, "Oh, hello!" They're like, "Yeah, we're here to pick up." Okay, the lights are it's still dark in here. I was like, <laughs> okay, and I had to walk and go turn on the lights. And they're like, Oh, are you are you not open yet? And I was like, No, we open at eleven, but it's fine. I mean, it's a quick process. <laughs> That's uh, so I thought, it gets pretty dark in here too. Yeah, I know. Lights. It was it's like pitch black and I was like No, oh. this is this is our vibe, this is our okay. atmosphere. <laughs> Hot topic. <laughs> Aeropostal. Hollister. Uh, Hollister, that's what it was, yeah. Hollister. <laughs> I never shopped at any of those stores. I was I'm a Walmart guy. Clearly. Speaking of Walmart, that's not a segue. We don't <laughs> no, have a segue. Well, here it is. Though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of Walmart, so I wear, I have fourteen pairs of the same gray shirt. And that's just what I 14 wear. Fourteen pairs of a shirt. So yeah. you have fourteen. So you have oh, twenty-eight no. shirts. I have seven pairs. <laughs> okay. Oh, you don't you don't call a shirt a pair, do you? That's no. Pants. no. A pair of I, shirt. I have fourteen of the same shirt, same gray shirt. Um, I originally had one that I just loved, and then I went and bought like thirteen more. Um, so you're the main character. I'm your, a, your outfit just doesn't change. I'm a cartoon character, yeah. <laughs> and then in the winter, I have two different gray hoodies. Jeez. Oh, um, but uh, anyways, when I bought those shirts, three nineteen. That's what that's what they cost each shirt. You know, and they all I've had them for a while. They're still great quality. I went to Walmart last week, five forty four, for the same shirt. Outrage. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Good thing I have 14 of them and I don't need more. Are you worried about people thinking that you don't do laundry? Well, if they think that, well, it's just, it's, it's the fine line between if I see you multiple times before you see me wearing that gray shirt, you know, I have multiple of them. 
So I mean, if but if like if like you go to school, right, or like class, and every time you show up to class, you're wearing a gray shirt. Are they going to think, oh, this guy has fourteen? Let pair, them think fourteen it. pairs Let of this shirt. It. If they bring it up, then I'll be like, oh, I have fourteen pairs of this shirt. They'll be like, it <laughs> doesn't make sense. Why are you in college? <laughs> but, um, I I'm really excited to see like family event pictures a couple years from now, and in every picture, I'll be wearing the same shirt. That that's what I'm excited for. It's 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 an investment in that. My family hates it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do get a kick out of it. What it it got me last week when my sister was like, "Oh my god, Ethan, I I really like that shirt." And I was like, "Oh," and I looked down. I was like, "Oh, this is this is the same shirt I wear every day." <laughs> do, you know, do you know where else you should look for shirts? Michaels, because they have a whole they wall. Do. Yeah, of all just, the shirts you can like print stuff on. Yeah. <laughs> We need to get cameras because Gavin's expressions are, are just... You can print stuff on shirts at Michael's? Well, well you can get a shirt and then you can print yeah, stuff yeah. on uh, it. Yeah. It's craft shirts. Craft Dude, shirts, can yeah. I get one where I was like me as uh, George Lucas? You want to that picture? That I mean, Sammy has a cricket and once, yeah. she learned, once she learns how to use the thing... I'll send her some stuff to practice yeah, yeah. with, like Gavin's George Lucas face. <laughs> if you got that for me for a shirt, I would totally wear it. <laughs> <laughs> this is you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be free. Oh, you know what? I'll do it for you. That's your birthday present. Um, all right, cool. Uh, speaking of birthdays, moral dilemmas. It's also Ethan's birthday this Sunday. Uh, yeah, it is. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, birthday. Woo! Happy birthday to Brody, my brother. I wished him happy birthday too, but just uh, when's his birthday? Today. Oh, happy birthday, Brody! Love that guy. Today, shout, you shout mean out Brody. On, you mean Wednesday, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gavin, real quick. Yes, sir. You're in a you're in a hospital. Mm-hmm. You're a doctor. Sweet. You have six patients. Awesome. Five of them need organ transplants, or they'll die. That sucks. All right, <laughs> and uh, you can't get any organs because there's no organs available. Okay. Um, the other patient needs a specific medicine to survive, or he will die. Now, if he dies, he's an organ owner, and you can save the other five patients. But if you give him the medicine, he survives. The other five patients die. Do you uh, do you let this organ donor die and save the other five, or uh, this guy's gonna be completely fine if I can save him? Like, if you can save him, yeah. If you can save him, he'll be make a full recovery. He'll be fine. Okay. And these other five people, they're for sure going to die. They, their organ. Are like failing. Total old go- yep. organ failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a murderer, so <laughs> sorry. I think that's I think I'm that's have the to... that that's the moral appropriate answer. response. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, Gavin, the right answer would be you save him and sacrifice yourself. That's the right answer. You give your organs to those people. Hell no! What the hell? <laughs> How many <laughs> people are dying because Doctor Gavin is no longer <laughs> there, though? That's true. That's another. That's exactly. another problem to wow. take into consideration. I'm thinking um, you put them. To, you talk to them right before surgery, and then you say, "Oh, you're going to pull through this." And then when they wake up from surgery, like, "Oh, where's Doctor Gavin? <laughs> Who do you think gave you the organs?" He <laughs> <laughs> just like took him out. Gavin he also put him in. <laughs> Gavin, the, the organ donor doctor, speed running. How, How long can you last without a liver? <laughs> Sew this guy up. Doing all the math of like, okay, I uh, which organ can I do first? Which organ I can last the longest without? <laughs> doing all that. You're like, I, I, I'm going to give this guy my liver. All right, someone get me a drink. Oh, shit. No, never mind. 
Gosh. Uh, Gavin, you're a hero. I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Speaking of heroes, would you save your niece or your These daughter? These are getting worse and worse. <laughs> yeah. now, now, I need to, now, I need to work on. on my segues. What if, what if the patients, what? what if the five patients were people you knew? Rest like, in peace to the dude that can be saved. <laughs> I'm not a murderer, except for the, every yep. instance. <laughs> I'm gonna so, you know, so, he's, out of a so if the five patients that need organs are people that you know, do I like them? Is there an extent to the of like you know them? You love them. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. Damn. What is? Like, you know, do lip shit out of a cartoon, like whistle, <laughs> accidentally kick the fucking bed, and he dies. I'm not a murderer unless it's for people I know. <laughs> Jeez. What if it's what if it's four strangers and just one person you know? And like, and like, you, you met him, like, he, he's all right. Oh, wait, this is just one person I barely know, or yeah. is it like... I'm, I'm just trying to find the line. <laughs> I barely know him? Nah, I don't care. Sorry. Uh, right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I guess I'm dying. <laughs> Gavin's my doctor. <laughs> I, don't, I'm, I would say we're past that barrier. You'd save me? Know. Yes. Oh, I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I love Never you, mind. too. Okay. Well, Gavin, when are you, you going to be done with medical school, then? Um, Pending. Still have yet to take one class for that. <laughs> now, what if all six people were people that you knew, including oh, the guy you have to kill? That's a that's a good one. Honestly, <laughs> it depends who that who that person is. At that point, I'm going to be real with them. Be like, yeah, all right, bro. Like, I got five people in this back room here that are going to die. Does that do does this. that sixth person know the other five? Yep. Like, if they're just all friends and family, yeah. yep. all connected. Did I, we just write a Black Mirror episode? <laughs> oh. I, I I'm going to apprise everybody of the situation and be like, so this is what's going on. I'm not <laughs> going to talk to the other five, but I'm going to talk to the dude that can potentially save all five. And I'm going to tell them, like, hey, I'm not going to kill you, but I mean, this is what's going on. Just so I can make sure that he lives with survivor's guilt if he chooses to stay alive. Oh, my God. Cool. Oh, my like God. It. That's a little... That's survivor's guilt. I was going more off of, like, Black Mirror-esque. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I, would, I, would, I feel like I would tell him, like, hey... I f- if you knew him, definitely, yeah. yeah. And I feel like if you all six of you guys were good friends, I hate to say nine it. times out of ten, that sixth person would be like, "Yeah, I think that's the best call too." Yeah, I hate to say it, but I mean, wouldn't let him. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't tell that to the other five. I would only talk to the person that could. Do- I don't want to get their hopes up and be like, "Yeah, don't worry, we're good." Dead. They're gone. Damn. Uh, I would do status. I wouldn't talk to the other five. I would just talk to the one person yeah. that could save them. That's that's a tricky situation. Sounds like a Grey's Anatomy episode. So would you would you oh. not would you not talk to the person who has the potential to save everybody, regardless? Just only if it was somebody you knew. Only if it was somebody I knew. Well, I mean, if there was somebody I knew, and there was just five random people, they're all dying. But, I mean, <laughs> but if it's like you're just you're just so casual about it. Well, I mean, you I'm just not have the answer locked and loaded. Yeah, like, yes, like, they're all dying. If this was like this so, a, they're di- Yep, you're dying. You're dying. Ethan, you're, you're okay. You're a good you're friend dying. of mine. So if you were somebody, if you were this person that just needed this medicine, yeah. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not, I'm just going to be like, congratulations, full recovery. Oh, thanks, man. I'm not going to tell you because I feel like, hey, what happened to those other five people? Uh, body rejected the organ. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Got the blood types mixed up. That's sad. Got the blood types mixed up? <laughs> Whose job was that? Was that your That's job? That's malpractice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just pretty sure here, killing someone is malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> I just work here, bro. My first day here. <laughs> God damn. Um, <laughs> so what was this about the niece and the, the daughter? What? Oh, yeah. Um, if Superhero? You're, if you were at the... <laughs> no, that was just a horrible segue there, too. <laughs> um, 
if you went to the beach with your daughter and your niece and there's a storm, they got uh, pulled in by the water, by the current that was about to take them out to sea, and you only had time to save one of them, would you save your daughter or your niece? Um, Your daughter is the stronger swimmer while your niece is not. That's what the scenario said. Um, How old are they? Uh. In the scenario, it said seven, which is really young. How could you be a good? How could you be that good of a swimmer at seven, though? Against a strong current, like one of them the is a stronger swimmer than the other. That, that's the scenario. It's not like they're yeah, Olympic level swimmers. Mean good swimmer, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I only have one niece at the time, so I don't want to answer this question in case she possibly hears this in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your answer right I'm, there. I'm gonna, you said niece, not daughter. he pleads the fifth. Not like I'm going to go ahead and choose to not answer this question. She already <laughs> wow. hates me enough as is. She screams and cries at the sight of me. That That's how my niece I, used to be too. I don't need her hating me anymore. Nice. I'm saving my daughter. As a, Jacob is a father. That We were talking about like, oh, we're not, we're not parents. We don't know how to respond to that. You're saving your daughter? <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a valid answer. Not saving your kid. Oh, I'm sorry. Out. Damn. Now, saving if I had own. a kid and like my brother chose to save his daughter over my kid, I'd be heartbroken, but I mean... I'd understand. It'd probably be what you would do. Exactly. I'm not going to answer that. That's just a really hard situation. I would, if you put I, there your is no daughter right in my stead at the beach, then that's my fault. Yeah. But I don't understand. If I was in your situation, I'd save my daughter. You, you just got to give him some flowers. I'd be very emotional, and you would get mad at me. We wouldn't speak for five years until we meet again at our Illinois. other brother's wedding oh. in Illinois, and yeah. we both fly out there. What's up with you guys in Illinois? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm just going along with it at this point. <laughs> ever since... Ever since uh, you agreed to be a guest. I was like, how am I going to introduce Brett? I'm going to say thank you for flying all the way out from Illinois. And I've just been... Respect. just been thinking about that all week. I was going to say, I didn't even know. I was totally in on the aspect that you actually flew from Illinois here. I was like, <laughs> I could have sworn you I thought you that was just here. a joke. So, Well, I mean, at first I was like, I swear I've been to your house. And then I was like, wait, did he actually fly from Illinois? Was he over there? And then he said the thing. Okay. That's what I... You went along with it. I so went well. along with it. So I was like, did you actually come oh, from gosh. Illinois? And none of us knew except Ethan. Wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Speaking of Illinois, um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, speaking of Illinois, I think Chicago, as in Chicago, Illinois, the Chicago Bears are going to get Russell Wilson. There we go. That's all we're going to talk about. And uh, Jacob, what is uh, the, the Jakey factuality of the week? Oh my God, that was horrible. <laughs> Guys, I promise I will work on my segues, and they will be seamless. Okay. Uh, since earlier in the episode, this extended version of the White Noise podcast with Brett, thank you for being here, uh, we talked about the PlayStation 5 shortage, and we went into all that. Uh, I actually looked up a surprising system, well, surprising to me at least. If you had to guess uh, about how much of the fan base in, of PlayStation are women or female. I'm going to say 40. 40%. Okay. Brett? I'm going to say 41, Bob. Are you trying to one-up me? <laughs> Good strategy. This is a game? I'm going to go... It's a bold strategy, Cotton. 57. Okay. Brett is spot on. 41%. Oh, wow. Fuck you, Brett. God damn it. <laughs> if you would have guessed any other number. God damn it. <laughs> and they actually had a bunch of other statistics. Wow. Um, but I guess I was just moderately surprised, raised my eyebrows that it yeah. was... 41, like, well, maybe it's the games that I play. I don't run into a lot of, of women. PlayStation <laughs> in general, um, they're 
going downhill, I think. Just with <laughs> with the Xbox with Microsoft with, with Microsoft buying money. everything and with yeah. the PlayStation Five shortages. They or, did just buy Bungie. Yeah, Bungie, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bungie doesn't Halo doesn't belong to Bungie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Destiny though. Uh, did you guys see the the Halo <sighs> teaser? What the Halo show teaser? Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Nope. Oh, I haven't seen this. I have heard about that. Yes. Yeah. I, it looks pretty. It looks pretty legit. I'm <sighs> not an avid Halo fan, so I don't. Uh, the specifics, I don't, but I don't like video game movies or shows or anything like that. So I, I just think that. that with three four three, the company that's now like helming Halos, yeah, uh, they've been doing a shitty job okay. <laughs> when it comes to following consistency and stuff like that. So, well, uh, I have to wait till the show comes out. But I mean, since Microsoft, so far. since Microsoft purchased Bethesda, it looks like I'm gonna have to buy an Xbox if I want to play Elder Scrolls Six. Or, or just get a PC. Or you guys gonna say PC? But it's just I don't know. I'm a, I'm a I'm a console like I, playing those games. I just like a controller. In my I have hand. a controller and I you play know, you PC. Play, yeah, you, you can, can play with a controller on PC. <laughs> you guys make things so difficult for me. <laughs> you could just say I'm difficult on purpose. It's I'm, cool. I'm all. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I'm difficult on purpose, it. guys. Um, I'm I'm also not very tech savvy, so I don't even see those as like possibilities. <laughs> That's fair. I I like I have PlayStation Four and I just got the PC, so I'm not like oh PC master race. That whole debate, but it is nice. Yeah. I will say, I, I play P- Minecraft. I have a PC and a PS5, and I split the time between the two. So. Oh wow, good for you! Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's really it's really nice to see you from all the way up here. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um, I'll bring a ladder next time to meet you up there on that high horse. <laughs> did you? <laughs> back real quick. Back to moral dilemmas. Oh my Just real gosh! Quick. Not moral dilemma, but more like a would you rather type thing. Um, if Nerve Gear, was yes, re- I would guess. Was yep. re- yes, Gavin asked me this. Do you know what Nerve Gear is? Bro? I have no idea what that is. Have you heard of Sword Art Online? The uh, anime? I mean, I've heard of it, but I didn't yeah. okay. watch it. The, okay, give the rundown. Real yes, <clears throat> the premise in this anime is there's like a huge tech company that creates this like virtual reality esque piece of hardware that you know you put it on your head and you you're in the game you so feel far, like you're, you're just describing the metaverse but yeah <laughs> you're living breathing in this game you level up it's you're playing a game it but feels real yeah it feels real you feel pain all that kind of stuff you have to eat um so that's the, it like just came out people go in they buy this they play this day one and they find out that they're locked in there they can't there's no log out they can't escape and if they take their helmet off or somebody removes it they die there's like a what like, like a it's microwave like radi- like radiation, radiation that yep. like pops in the helmet or something <clears throat> how the fuck that was greenlit i have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get past testing? <laughs> so that, that's the premise. Well, they like, did it on purpose. I think it was like malicious intent. No, yeah, the developer like yeah, he wanted says, that to like, happen. Good luck, guys. GG. And then so he made like this whole and game, like, and you have to like beat the game to get out. And if you point. die in the game, you die in your life. Yes. Um, if you die in game, your microwave thing goes off. Like the whole thing is like up. it's a it's a fantasy world. It's like real life. D and D basically like RuneScape or whatever. Yeah, you're like, like monsters. You grind XP. It's, XP. it's an MMO. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So far, this sounds like the plot of Spy Kids three, and I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty close <laughs> okay. to that. Um, it's a lot better. But, but the whole thing is like, <laughs> if Nerve Gear came out, yes, the hardware. Yeah, if the hard gear, hardware came out, and you knew <laughs> the consequences of it, would you still get it? One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's. I, I would have some fucking lootly, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's awesome. The only thing that holds <laughs> me back from that, though, is someone else removing it from me and then Sticky dying. Note. Don't remove. <laughs> I think of like the Among Us. Don't remove. Right, with a sticky note on it. <laughs> um, 
Okay. I, I play video games. I am not good at them. So I would, <laughs> I would die. <laughs> well, it's just like real life. Like, there are the, the players, like in the show, there's the people that are actually trying to beat the game. There's people that are just playing it safe and Like, there's people shops. who are, like, have shops and they just, like, there's, like, a, there's like a cook. Like, people who, like, have cooking XP. Yeah. So, like, when they cook, they like, if their XP is high enough, they make better food or something like that. Or you can use certain ingredients when you're a high enough level. That's something that they yeah. have in the show. So, so it's like you don't have to like fight things or like beat the game to get out. Like you, there are people literally just like cooking and living there. So I could live out my RuneScape days and just mine. Yep, hundred uh-huh. percent of the time. Right, and there's they, they have like a like a squad that of people that like run through to try to beat the game. So well, like, I think if as long as one person beats yeah, the game, yeah. everybody can. So get technically, out. you could have people beat the game, and other people are just like, okay, we'll wait till they beat the game, I guess, and then we'll get out. <laughs> Okay, I just this is sounding more appealing. There you go. <laughs> it's definitely higher stakes and cooler than Ready Player One, but I would also do Ready Player One. You know, I would also do Ready Player One. Ready Player I've never one. seen Ready Player One. I can't believe you. I'm going to get an Oculus now. <laughs> Dude, I recently tried that out, and I, I was always like, man, this can't be that good. When I put that shit on, I was like, oh, my God. I've, I've never it done it. It works so well, dude. Oculus I feel like, I feel it like is actually really better. good. I'm going to get like one of those treadmill things, too, that you strap yourself yeah. in. Did you, That'd be super Did cool. you use it? Was it like the... Yeah, the, the controllers or whatever? Yeah, so like I've seen them now. They have gloves that you oh, put okay. on so you can have independent finger movement. That's super cool. Yeah, it's going to get... We're getting wild. close, boys. Yeah. We're getting close. <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> we just need to get... 15 more years. <laughs> um, I remember when SAO first came out, I was like, oh, it's projected that something like Nerve Gear will be possible in 2022. Let's go. <laughs> and look, the metaverse. Uh oh! Almost there. Uh oh! All right. Um, Mark Zuckerberg wants to trap me in a game. I'm here for it. The dying in real life <laughs> part wouldn't be cool, but I mean, outside uh, of that, you die, you die. I mean, it's just, I like, it's just like regular to... life. You die in real life. You die. Yeah, but I'm not gonna die in real life fighting like a fucking minotaur. Yeah, that'd shit. be way more sick. Yeah, fair. Like, what am I gonna die to? Hypertension or like defeating a basilisk or exactly. failing to defeat a basilisk? I guess. You got a good point there. Um, I'll go with right. hypertension. <laughs> um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OEF underscore white noise and at one eyed fits. Uh, our YouTube is at one eyed fits. It's the, it's the same thing on Spotify. It's just a picture you get to look at while you listen to us. I guess YouTube um, is the best place to leave your comment as well, right? Exactly. Leave, leave a comment um, or tweet us, respond to our tweets. I'm going to post the Marlon Brando drawing. You can nice. respond there. If you have any questions, any topics you want us to talk about, or even paranormal experience, we can always bring that back with um, something that you guys have experienced. Um, we are now on Apple Podcasts. Let's go. So we're on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Um, so, yeah, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, wherever you listen. And uh, this week's Song of the Week, it's uh, something a song I discovered a little over a week ago called uh, I Hope You're Happy by Games We Play. Banger. It's a smaller band that's up and coming. They, this song is what's kind of making them get recognition. It has a very early alternatives, like edgy vibe to it, edgy rock, and punk uh, rock. that's yeah, punk rock. That's mm-hmm. some like I love that era of music, and uh, you should really check it out. It's a it's a banger. It's a bop. It goes hard. I hope you're happy. Games I we hope play. You're happy by games we play. Uh, let us know what you think, and uh, make sure to uh, you know uh, tune in next week for uh, X Machina review and other discussions. And uh, Brett, do you have anything else you want to let the people Thank know? Thank you for being here. Thanks for 
letting me, guys. I know this is probably much longer than you're used to, but... A little extended version whatever. of a banger um, white noise podcast. But yeah, I have you know a podcast with some other guys. We, we talk about um, movies that we like that critics did not. And I think that's a really... How, I have a quick question. Yes. How do you find the movies that you like? Like, So our, it's called Rotten Gems. Okay. And so, you know... We based it off of what was deemed rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So anything that was deemed 59% by critics and below is deemed rotten. So for us to talk about a movie, one, we'd have to like it, or at least some of us would have to, and it would have to be rotten. And then we watch the movie together, or not together, but all at the same time, kind of like you do for Godfather. So that means Space Jam was rotten? Space Jam was rotten. Damn. Oh man! Do you do you take the audience score into consideration at all? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, most most of the time we see that critics hated it, but fans loved it. Yeah. So we're among it. And uh, you know, we we talk about the movie, we break it down scene by scene, basically, and then we play, cool. we play some fun games with the characters. Like we play a game called Bed Wed Behead, and when we pick three characters from the movie and, oh. and whatnot, we, we do <laughs> seven we do seven degrees yeah. of Kevin Bacon with two characters and. Whatnot. <laughs> so, yeah. we, we do we get up to some crazy stuff awesome. here, but yeah that's called rotten gems um we what have we have 12 episodes out today our 12th episode just dropped this week let's it's, go it's for mortal kombat the original the oh. yeah the original mortal kombat you like that i i loved it well okay you know what we're gonna we're gonna do a video of this podcast of just gavin's reactions now to now because, i'm glad you mentioned this because you know, opinions can change from when we first saw that, and that's not uncommon on Rotten Gems. We we go into this movie with the nostalgia high, loving it, mm-hmm. and some movies maybe it doesn't end that way. But it's just so cheesy. It's oh, like, totally. But oh, watching the action scenes, it's just it's oh man, it's it's very well. S- spoiler: the next episode that's going to come out is the new Mortal Kombat, <gasps> Look at that. which was also rotten. Look at that! You guys but, got a sneak peek at Rotten Gems, and yeah. where can they find that? So we are on um, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well. I just started putting the, our videos on YouTube, so it's a little behind there. I'm just going to release one video every week on there just so you know maybe someone could find it if it's consistently posting rather than just put them all up there. But for the most part, everything's all up to date on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. But nice. We are, awesome. we are all around, and that is just Rotten Gems. You can find us on Instagram, Rotten Gems, Twitter. We got lucky, and we didn't have to use any underscores or anything. Oh, yeah, must be nice. (laughs) All right, yeah, so cool. Make sure to tune in next week where we will watch Ex Machina. Brett, thank you for joining us. Um, Thanks for having me. We we know you will be back certainly in the future, so we look forward to that as well. Um, All right, so we'll see you guys next week. We have to go uh, jump Gavin in the metaverse.